Empowerment Interfaith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors. I just spoke to you in the original language of the authentic writing of scripture, and that was the ancient African Akabulum Edenite Hebrew. I know people don't like that, but that's where the language emanated from, Central Africa. And also in that particular continent, uh, there, there, had, there is proof now of the oldest language being found there. And contrary to what most people think, when they say hieroglyphic is the oldest language, hieroglyphic is a English translation from a Greek word that actually came from a Hebrew word that means writings of the divine. It's called Madu Neder in its ancient form. The Greeks got a hold to it, you know, and they label it, and then the English came from the Greek. Because for some reason, people really think that the Greek folk are the small people in this earth. It's, you know, when you study, <laughs> I'd be thinking, like, why, why is everybody following Greeks? I'm still trying to figure that out. Why do you think you educated because you put on a Greek color and a Greek uh, alphabet on your, what you call the thing when you graduate and get these doctors and stuff like that? And you get all this Greek stuff on you like you somebody. And, and you black as night. I, I just said that to wake us up. This, we got to come out of this stuff. That is not of the kingdom government. That's all secular humanistic uh, education and religion. And it has done a terrible job. I'm going to show you right now how bad that has impacted the culture and society and where we are today. I'm going to show you in a minute from scripture how tough it is. Now, uh, as I was saying earlier, uh, the first thing, if you really want to understand the government of the kingdom, you have to make an exchange. The first thing you got to do is uproot and release the secular government out of your belief system. Y'all catching it? You got to get this out first. Everything that has been placed there through colonization, English colonization, black colonization, Greek colonization, I'm fine. I'm, it's not bothering me. They'll take care of it. I got extra ministry text. If y'all keep listening, you'll be great. If you value this voice, the more you do that sound, then you're going to learn something. Say amen. All right. We, we starting off correcting. That's what pastors do. All right. So um, colonization has to do with the servants the cutting off, the uh, taking away of the origins of a people, the origins of a people source, their fathers, their mothers, their culture, the way they behave themselves, what they value, to take that away and replace it with a different culture, a different behavior pattern, a different belief system. Y'all understand this now. So, um, we cannot look over, and this was taking place prior to the transatlantic slave trade. It was already in place and taking place. People were doing this all the time. Nations were doing this all the time. It just, it just went to another level when, when that took place. Uh, and all of those Hebrews uh, were taken out of their country and transferred for financial gain, not only to America, we, we forget about Brazil and South America and those other nations. They received more than America did. Y'all did know this though, right? So we bring up this type of history to show you true scriptural history and how things apply 
for our present-day belief system. We need to look at things. We've been taught wrong in the schools. History teaching has been so far off course that you'll get uh, young men or go to seminaries and they'll fight for uh, the Greek uh, uh, original translation of Hebrew scriptures. Does that make sense? How can the Greek be original of, how, listen, how can Chinese be the original for English? It's, it's, it's something. <laughs> so I was saying that to say this, and I mentioned uh, uh, the educational system earlier, uh, because I want to take that and use it as an example, because we are talking about kingdom, what are we talking about? Kingdom laws that govern wealth, right? Kingdom laws that govern wealth. And we're going to look at, well, one institution, we're going to look at the education institution, and that is the colleges, the colleges. Uh, whether you're going for a, a, a bachelor, bachelor's, master's, master's, doctorate, or whatever, and what that foundation is based on. And you need to write this down so you never forget it. All college institutions in America are based on Greek thought, are based on Greek educational culture. This is why you have these different colors and symbols and all this stuff when you graduate to honor you, because you have to be validated by the Greek intellect in order to be noted as an intellectual person. Isn't that stupid? Has nothing to do with kingdom government. Has nothing to do with uh, kingdom law. If the Holy Spirit don't validate you, all this stuff you got won't do you no good. It's only temporary. Now, what I want to point out is this right here. I didn't get any stats, but I know that the colleges, that education system, it should be a multi-billion dollar industry. That's, that's where it should be. I think it's there. And if you go back and check history out, you will find out that your current president, Joe Biden, did something and passed a law to bring people in America under capitalist slave debt. Y'all catching this? And that was passing a law that said, we'll give you or lend you money to go to college, because we have told you if you don't go to college, you're really not nobody, to go to college. But what we're going to do, we're going to place you in a category that you got to pay it back. You cannot file bankruptcy. It will stay with you until you die. Now, everything else, you can file bankruptcy if you get in trouble you know, you can get some help and get rid of the stuff. But your current president passed that law because corporate America saw what was going on uh, and how well their plan was working. So they said, we're going to take all these young people and tell them, you know better unless you go to college. You won't get a good job unless you go to college. And, and we're gonna, what we're going to do, we're going to lend you the money. What, what they'll call? Student loan. We're going to give it to you. You got to pay it back, though. We're going to give you something you don't have enough sense enough to manage right now. You're not old enough to have any value of wealth or recognize the principles of the system of wealth. We're going to give it to you. And you know what they did. They went bald cars and did this, dropped out of school, just got the money, dropped out of school. But at the same time, they occurred a debt that would not go away until they died. And that same debt will prevent many from accessing financial resources in order to have a better life because of the what? 
the credit score. That affected that. If you didn't pay it or wasn't paying on it, then that affected that. It's punishment. It's punishment. Now, what that did, the corporate lenders who was lending that money, it put them in a seat of being a financial oppressor, of being just like a slave master. I own you. This debt going to be over your head. You're going to know me until you close your eyes for the last time on this earth because you're going to continue to see that debt on your record. Is that right? Now, your current president passed that bill to bring all races, care what color ethnic background you are, if you couldn't pay it back, then you in debt. And many took most of their early years trying to pay their debt back, unless their parents had plenty of money. So what it did, it caused the poor to become poorer and because the rich to become richer and it increased the wealth gap. Now you had the college campuses go into a neighborhood like Orange Mountain, places like that, where it's poverty stricken, where primarily the people there, income is below 30,000 or, or more and build these exclusive campuses and they just suck up the neighborhood. Suck up the neighborhood. How is that helping that neighborhood and you got this multi-million or billion dollar industry coming in, buying up all the land, putting all these uh, eloquent classrooms and campuses there to continue to finance and support that debt machine that they created. It doesn't make sense. That is not from the government of the kingdom. Are y'all catching it? So you got many people right now are suffering because of that law was passed. And then uh, your president, current president, went back we're doing this present time where he was in office and said, we're going we're gonna to forgive some of those loans instead of wiping the stuff out because it was of the devil at first. You know, trying to get reelected. Y'all know what's going on. This has everything to do with what I'm talking about. Because what that did in terms of generational wealth transfer, it literally bankrupt most people from receiving anything or building wealth for their generations except for the rich rich. Now, let's go into this. Generational wealth transfer is kingdom law. It's based on kingdom law. Now, the Biram 8 and 18, y'all should be with me on 14. On 14. Let's go to 14. Uh, we're going to start reading at the Biram 8 and 18. Now, we're talking about kingdom laws that govern wealth. And uh, wanted, we're going to finish up, you know, get back into tithe. Uh, we, we gave you plenty of knowledge relative to first fruits giving. We're going to get back into that. Holy Spirit wanted me to deal with this now. Generational transfer as relates to kingdom law. The Biram 8 and 18. And you shall remember Yahweh Elohim, for it is he who gives you. Now, when he said it is he who gives you, he was not talking about all the nations in the world. All the secular nations in the world. He was making reference to a specific nation whom he had chose a man to start this nation, whereas every nation that would come to him, the father, would be in a position to receive his method of increasing those nations in wealth through the generational transfer. Somebody say transfer. When you talk about transfer, you're talking about taking something that belonged to someone else or that was invented by someone else, or that was accumulated by someone else, and giving it to another group of people. The group of people who are the recipients didn't work for it, they didn't come up with the plan, 
they didn't have nothing to do with it. They ought to uh, ben they received the benefits. So, somebody say benefits. So the father had a plan or have a plan in mind for all nations to receive benefits that would become a part of the holy nation that he desired to be in this earth. Now, all nations are not a part of the holy nation, the royal priesthood, the chosen people, the new generation. Even back here, when the father was establishing this, this, this foundation to make sure that his people, that his kingdom, his citizens would control the wealth in the earth, when he was doing it, he was doing it based on people acknowledging him as being king and owner and acknowledging his government and not the government of Satan, which is the capitalist, democratic, humanistic government that we live by in America. All right, so he says, and you shall remember Yahweh Elohim, for it is he who gives you the power. That word power means what? Ability, strength, and wealth. You seeing this? See, the ability is being economically educated. That's the ability. The wealth is receiving benefits from somebody else you didn't work for. So that's the transfer right there. And then the strength is the fortitude and the mindset to put ourselves in a position that we'll be financially educated and financially empowered so that we could control our everyday life circumstances, not only that, but we can prophesy how our future generations will live also. And all of it was done to glorify the kingdom of heaven government, the kingdom of heaven king and the creator to show other nations that this is the best government that you could ever be a part of. And that in itself will cause other nations to want to be a part of the nation that represent the heavenly nation, the, what we call the government of the kingdom of heaven. Y'all catching this? It's not about putting tracks in bathrooms. I'm not, you know, I'm, listen. Putting tracks in bathrooms and going knocking on doors did not increase the financial status of a person unless they got into the word and learned about financial benefits. I, I know it's quiet. I know what it is. Look at the influence of people who have money. Everybody want to be like somebody who have what? I don't think you want to follow somebody or trying to be like somebody who's broke, busted, and disgusted. Not in America, you don't, at least. When you see these YouTubers and these athletes and the entertainment and the, uh, uh, all the, what you call the athletes, the celebrities, people celebrate, you know, idols. The best word is idols, actually. And, and you see all this stuff. They have money. You wouldn't want to go play basketball if you, excuse me, if you didn't see those guys possessing a lot of wealth and material things. No, you, 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 you think I'm going to go sweat and work hard and run all the time and do that for $200 a week? I'm not doing that. But when they say, man, I get paid 10000 a game, oh, I want to do that because you're looking at what they got. Y'all catching it? So that's the primary influential, influencing agent or system that Satan used to bring people over in, into his domain. He don't have a kingdom no more. Yeshua took that. But he have domain that has been given to him by those who follow, worship, and idolize him. So he used that. And the scripture said through his business, over in Yeshua, 14, 
He said, through your business and your wisdom, you know how things operate. You've been here for eons. You have gained yourself much what? Riches. Didn't he say that? Through his business. And that business includes the fashion industry, the entertainment industry, the media industry, the education industry, all of these industries that are being uh, controlled and managed by people who deny and rebel against the government of the kingdom and holiness are Satan agents. Those are his people. And what's happening, more and more people want to be, you know, throw their little stuff around. More and more people want to throw their cars around. More and more people are doing that because they want to gain material substance or material wealth, and that in turn make them think that they are validated and valuable and they are somebody because I got my fat 10 house and I got my 810 car. And it's working. Somebody say it's working. So the ability, the strength, and the wealth to do what? He give us this to do what? Come on, y'all read. It, he give us this to do what? Get what? Wealth. Wealth has a qualifier. Wealth does not mean Benjamin's. Wealth means transferable substance that will last throughout and benefit future generations throughout. It's not having just enough to pay your bill. Well, the Lord bless me just enough to pay my bills. I'll be satisfied. That's a poverty mentality. Which I need to get work some overtime so I can me, I can pay my bills, poverty mentality. Which I need to go sell something so I, watch it, so I can do what? Pay my bills. That's poverty mentality. You never said anything about so I can finance my business, so I can get in a status where I'll be financially free, so I can be in a position where I control wealth and other people's wealth doesn't control me. Y'all catch this? All right. So he says to get wealth, not a job. Not more money, not a car, not a house. Well, we got to get this now. That he, now the father is the one who empower us and equip us so that he, not like corporate America who put that law and Biden passed that law to keep people in debt, but so that he, the father, may establish his what? His covenant. His covenant, which he swore to who? Your fathers as it is this day abraham uh yisik and your uh and uh yakov well yakov name was changed to yisrael those are the three primary patriarchs who stood in the gap who stood on a foundation to get a relationship with the father so he can bring the wealth that the enemy had got from the first adam by permission so he could bring control of that back to man. And within those three, you had Yeshua, the Messiah, embedded in everything that they were doing, so he can also bring it to everybody who would come to him. All right? All right. So within wealth, you have covenant. There are laws that govern covenants. The Father is all about covenant. Another word for covenant is what? Contract agreements within the contract and agreement there are what stipulations that means that the father do this and we do that he said i'll do this if what you do that if you don't do that he is not going to do what this 
Now, here's something that the Holy Spirit um, brought to me also. You know, he, he's my teacher. That's why I always give him credit, a great teacher. He said that one issue that most have right now is thinking that living holy alone will put you in a state of financial uh, prosperity. Well, I'm living safe, I'm clean, I'm, and the main thing is sex. Let me just put it at the top where it belongs, and you got money. Well, I'm not having sex with nobody. I'm single, not having sex, or I'm married, and not having sex with nobody but my wife or my husband, a man, husband, with a woman, wife is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about all this other stuff. Y'all catching this? Or <clears throat> I'm not uh, drinking, I'm not on drugs, I'm not you know, uh, cussing and using language, talking about feces that come from human bodies, uh, make re making reference back to the demonic era of slavery where uh, boys were forced to have sex with their mothers. That's where the word MF come from. The diamonds that keep using it, that's what you're talking about with yourself. You need to get wake up, my goodness. And who want to hear that type of language? And it has totally inundated this culture. But who want to hear that? But that's what they are hearing. They're not hearing words that will build them up, words that will tie back to being clean, words that will tie back to morality. They're hearing the opposite. That's the communication uh, language in the society we're living in now. So it's like <clears throat> the, uh, when you are living holy. Well, I'm living holy. I'm sanctified. But you won't. You, you tied on it. I'll give you that. That's the only thing you do, return tithe. That's it. You obey that law, but you deny, overlook the law of first fruits. You won't give free will offerings. You overlook that law. You're not liberal in anything, stands as you can be, and you think just because you're not doing those other things that money is going to come to you. No, it is not. You can be saved, born again, spirit-filled, in terms of having your evidence of speaking in a heavenly language but not operate in financial prosperity or financial success. The only way you operate in financial success is to do what? Keep the what? The laws that does what? Govern. Y'all, you getting it? I'm helping somebody because now you see and you stop being so mean and angry and snapping toward people because they're doing better than you simply based on the fact that they are operating laws that govern, that govern wealth, kingdom laws. So if you, don't, if you do this law and don't do that law, you receive the benefit of this law, but you don't receive the benefit of that one. See, there are benefits. Laws unlock benefits that has been set up for the citizens of the kingdom of heaven. Now, if we operate in this side the benefit and get the benefit of the finance, and then we not live in holy, then we go to hell rich. Because your lifestyle, holiness, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people, they focus on one and don't focus on the other. You need to live saved. And you got people who say they're born again. They are born again, but they have no life of holiness to go with it. But they'll give you extra 10000 they'll write their check just like this. Because they're receiving the benefits of it. But what profit a person if they gain all of these financial resources and get all of this wealth and then lose their own soul. That's, that's, that's the conversation we need to have. You know, because people thinking because they got stuff, they got it made. Bro, you don't have it made. Where is your soul? You got eight women, two men, four ducks, and eight horses. 
you intermingling with. And just because you gave a $30,000 offering and stood there on the platform and showing out and stuff, that don't mean you're going to heaven, bro. Come on, sis, because you doing all that stuff and flamboyant and slanging this around, slanging it around. Can't wait to get back to your room to lay up with that man that you're not married to. That doesn't mean that you're going to heaven. Truth need to be told. All right. Now, Miss Leo, 13 and 22. We're talking about generational wealth right now. Transfer. A good person. Now, that man, person of man, was not in the original translation. Okay? So you can scratch it out. He simply said, it's good. The Hebrew word tov. It's good. It's good to leave a what? Inheritance for their children, children. You seeing it? But a sinner wealth is stored up for the righteous. So what he is saying is that when we leave an inheritance for our children's children, that's a good thing. And we should do that. All of us. Y'all catching this? Now, when you talk about that wealth that's in store for the righteous, you go back to Yeshua 61 and you'll see where one of the promises that the father made and Yeshua was right in there. He said that I will give you servants or employees and your children won't have to work and labor. They'll do it for them so that your, you and your seed will be able to worship me full time. Go to Yeshua 6 and 1. I keep quoting. I don't, I don't know if y'all going back and studying this stuff or not. Look at uh, Yeshua 6 and 1. Let's look at this. Uh, and we're going to keep reading until we get down. To where we, here we go. Get it? Here we go. Yeshua, your 6 to 1. That's why, you know, I'm glad, uh, uh, Elder, that the Father taught me something. I'm, I'm so happy to know that there are no minor prophets, major prophets, Alicia, no Old Testament, no New Testament. It's the Tanakh and the Messianic Scriptures, period. Because when you do that stuff, you take away all the benefits that's in the Tanakh, and you take away the precepts, and you take away the foundation, and you take away the basic covenants that's there in order to apply to us today. Well, that's the Old Testament. That don't apply to me. Okay. All right. Go right ahead. Good. Keep being, you know, dumb and dumber. Keep on. He says what? The spirit of the sovereign Yehovah is on me. <clears throat> and you notice making reference to Yeshua because he fulfilled it over in, over in the Gospels, right? It's on me. Because Jehovah has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisons. You see all this? This when you look, when you step out this door and start riding up down the street, you will see people who need to hear the gospel, the good news of the kingdom. You will see people who uh Hearts are broken. Mental, uh, you got the four horsemen of death. Mental illness or sickness is at the top. Then you got cardiovascular diseases. Then you have cancer. Then you have dementia. Those are, those are the four primary horsemen of death that people are dying from by the second as we speak. 
people's minds are poisoned. They are bad. They are suffering. And when this planned pandemic came in, it took it to another level. And I'm going to show you how that pandemic also affected generational wealth transfer. All of this has to do with generational wealth transfer. All right. He went on to proclaim freedom for the campus. Who are the primary campus in America right now? Just and the world. The prime, huh? The, yeah, black folk, but who, who is the oppressor of the campus right now? The primary system that is oppressing people right now is what? Capitalism, finance, the spirit of mammon, being in debt. Why do you think people working, doing all this working, they trying to pay up for debt. And then you miss a bill, the jokers increase the interest. And that works on people's mind. And then what they do, they get a little something and say, I need some relief. Let me go to a concert, a secular concert, by the way, a demonic concert, by the way. Let me go to a football game. And I, I want some happiness. Let me go to the club and dance and smoke my problems away. Oh, just let me enjoy as much as I can before Monday morning come back because I got to pick up that hoe and get on that cotton field and I got to chop cotton and get beat all day. That's, and that's breaking. People's mind were not designed to function like that. That is what you call stress. Stress is to carry something you were not designed to carry. We were not created and designed to carry problems. And to worry. When a father created this earth, it, oh, I sense the power of the Holy Spirit. Everything that he created, he created for his man, mankind. Every tree, all, everything that's in this place, I've given it for you. It'll give to you. You don't even have to work for you. It just, it'll just come to you and give itself to you. Four rivers, each river led in an area where there was generational wealth transfer. Check it out. There was gold. There was you, those different rivers in Barashit that he's talked about. They went, they weren't coming into them. They went out from them, from them. And then people be teaching, well, that's four streams of income that you should. Wait a minute. I read that script. I read, I read, I actually read and study. He did not say those rivers were flowing into man. He said the, the foundational system and the foundation geographical location that he placed them, those rivers were flowing out from them. So out from us, gold and wealth and increase, prosperity, success, and good living supposed to be coming from us as we stay in the place that the Father had put us in, and that's in the position of the Holy Spirit. And then over in uh, Ecla, how you say it? Ecclesiastes is Ecolac. Over, over there, you have the seven ways of prospering. He did not say go get seven strings of income. He said there are seven ways to invest. And if you know what, if you know scripture, like Elder DJ was saying this morning, and if you know what these numbers mean, seven represent covenant. He is saying that whatever way you go, long as it's based on my covenant, you're going to have a wise investment. If you invest and it's not based on my covenant, then you can go get 10 ways and you're still not going to get what you're trying to get. See, stuff has to be interpreted properly. Now, how are you going to worship the Father freely and you out trying to get seven strings of income? 
You better learn the covenant and find seven covenants in the scripture where you can obey. I can give you probably seven ways you can give and have money coming to you. And you never started not one stream of income. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, Holy Spirit. All right. Now to proclaim, watch this, to proclaim the year of who? Yahweh's favor and the day of vengeance of Elohim to comfort all who mourn. You got homeless people in what, what, what's known as the wealthiest nation in the world. That's a reproach. That's a cotton picking, green cutting, <laughs> banana peeling shame to say that we are the wealthiest nation in the world and you got homeless people. What kind of wealth are you talking about? Think about it. See, the father, he look at things different. We, oh, y'all bragging, talking about your wealth, and look at how you're treating people. Look at how you're treating these veterans. They go give all and come back, and you just give them all just kind of trouble, and the man can't do nothing doing this. Listen, I'm not getting into it. No, so when we say America is a superpower, as relates to the father, he said you're a super failure. That's what you are. Or in a nation, you're a super failure when I look at how you treat people and how you do things. All right. Now he says, a day of vengeance of Elam to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oils of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. There we call trees or oaks of righteousness a planting of Yahweh. He's not talking about a literal tree, just like in the book of Bereshit. He wasn't talking about a literal tree when he said all the trees. He was not just making reference to fruit trees and apple trees. He was saying everything that's been put here that's going to continue to produce for you, then it's yours and it, 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 it's designed to give you freely of its resources. That include the gold. That include the, the high uh, nutrient water, the mineral water. That that, that includes uh, the stone, that includes the metal, that includes all the resources in the earth. Everything that was there that is continuing to reproduce just like a tree does and have the eternal law of, this, of the seed in it, I'm giving that for you. And here the dietary folk want to say that he was just talking about apple trees and fruit trees and he was talking about herbs and you can't eat no meat. That's the, No! Somebody say no. He wasn't talking about that. He mentioned trees here, making reference to people. And then he said there was another tree of knowledge of good and evil. That was not a oak tree. That was that fallen Malachim, that fallen angel, Halila, called Lucifer. It was a person, a being. Y'all catch this? Now he says, uh, you will, uh, the planning of the Lord, for the display of what? His his, not your, so, so there are no celebrities in the government of the kingdom. There's only one, and that's the Lord. For the display of his splendor, I'm telling you, if you adjust your mindset to the financial laws that govern wealth and understand once and for all, Cletus, that the Father want to give you stuff and make you wealthy so you can be a good, solid representative of his kingdom, you will quit that over time. You will stop working yourself in the ground and you will begin to go after stuff that he has provided so you can make him look good and not yourself. 
My wife was just, she was sharing, and we're very careful on how we do stuff. I don't even talk about our business a whole lot. And she was just telling you all how that she was able, because you know what? When she got into that, I released the blessing on it. Did I not? The thing took off. I released the blessing on another area, and the thing took off. I said, the blessing is on it. It's just, it's just on it. And the thing just shot off. My, here it is. My thing was that we got enough. We got our hands full already. So I don't want you getting nothing that's going to be absorbing your time. That's not going to happen. So we made an agreement. And I made sure I did my part because I know my wife. When she getting something, she in it. She giving all. I said, nope, we're not doing Nope. Now, this is our agreement. Now, no, they need to call somebody else. Did I not? No, you can't go there every time they have something. You would not be there. Tell them you cannot make it. You already got something going on. That wasn't the agreement. The father told me to release the blessing, and the blessing would put her in a position, and you're going to see it in a minute, where she wouldn't have to do all that. She said, babe, we need to do this to get it going, then it'll get going. Well, I'll make sure when it get going, you're not going with it. You just do what we doing. That's my position. Y'all catching it? And sh how she was shutting out, she, she said she looked at the benefits. The benefits were wealth. Wealth must be, meet the qualification of what? Being what? Transferable, right? So we saw something that can be transferred. When I saw that part of it, I said, well, let's go for it. Because what we are doing, we're walking in the word today by doing what's good in the sight of the father, and that is leaving an inheritance for who? The children's children, which will glorify who? Not us, but glorify the father. So people will say, well, your daddy came out the cotton field. I chopped cotton with him. How is it that you got a multi-million dollar business and business said? Well, my daddy was saved. Oh, man. My daddy was followed the Holy Spirit. My daddy didn't trust in mankind. My daddy trusted in the word, and he operated by the word, taught me to do the same thing. And what you see is not because of my daddy, per se, but it's because of the father and the creator that my daddy worshiped. And then other people say, well, you know, uh, I want to be a part of that too. Happy? Well, you first must be born again. <laughs> you seeing it? That'll put them in a place they don't have to run after people witnessing on the street. The people on the street will run to them saying, what must I do to have a better lifestyle? What must I do to control my life circumstances like you all are doing? What happened? Man. Woo. I tell you, man, this is something. Man, that's, that, that told me up right there. That's, that's, that's all I've been doing. I keep telling everybody, well, what you do, what you do? Honor the Lord first fruit, return tithes, gave free will, live holy. Focus on my family. That's what I, I deal with the words they do. Well, how come you always get in favor? You need to talk to my dad about that. And we was at a meeting with the contractors, and they was talking, mentioning different contractors, telling my son oftentimes. I said, man, I could have been a multi-millionaire 20 years ago. If I went that way, but I refuse. Somebody say refuse. Yeah. I refuse to get off or get out of my position of holiness. Well, you know, do this. I can make you rich. I got the equipment. I say, yeah, I hear you. 
And I, I heard what Abraham heard. When those kings, those secular Gentile kings said, well, you know, you ever see the Yeh said, we're going to make you rich. Abraham said, nope, just give my people back. You can't make me rich. The father make me rich. I got my own covenant. He was kind of like Ruth. Uh, who was that? Not Ruth. Was it Ruth? No, it was a woman. Who was the woman? Uh, the Shunanite woman. When Elihu told her, just ask me what you want. Just tell me what you want. She said, well, you know, uh, Elihu, I'm, you're a respectful man. I even built a special place for you to come and stay with when you come through town. I make sure that you're a provider for when you come. But know this, I dwell among my own people. I got my own money. I got a great husband and family. Everything is going fine. Did, did she not say that? And Elihu said, that's a bad joker right here. Let me stick with her right now. He said, but it's one thing that you don't have. And that got in the system right there. I can imagine her just kind of shimmering around. Yeah, he, done, he, he got my whole card. He got me now. He got me now. He said, you don't have a son. You don't have no one to transfer this wealth to. You got all of that, but you're missing the primary thing. It's not about you right now, but it's about who is going to come from you. And just like my son was testifying this morning, what happened? The enemy came in and killed the boy. But the prophet came back and brought him back. The counterfeit, and y'all hear me say this all the time, will always show up before the original. I'm trying to make it through this. Now, I'm going to tell you, when he was testifying then about the contract, I already knew that there was something else going to take place. And I knew that when that took place, it was going to open the door for something even better. And he got up and said it this morning. Oh. Hallelujah. So don't get uh, discouraged or, you know, get dismayed. Or, you know, when you're doing something, ooh, I just testified. Now this happened. Now what did he say? I'm going to keep on living holy. I'm going to keep on giving. All I know that's not talking just like his dad. That's not my problem. And when I speak, make re reference to him, I'm certainly talking about my precious daughter over here. And she's right there with it. Hallelujah. All right. I, I didn't know I was going to be in there this long. Let me keep reading. Now, now this is what I want to get to right here. And you, let's look at verse 6. This, you know, was talking about that our children, the Father wants us as well as our children to be entrepreneurs and not have to be slaving to get a little money. Y'all remember that? All right. And you will be called what? And what's another word for priest? Representative. And that's, what's another word for representative? Ambassador. Is what? Ambassador. Now slide it back over. I can't see it. Ambassadors. And you will do what? Come on. Let me get back where I was. Verse 6. And you will be called ambassadors of Yahweh. Ambassadors. Citizen of. And you will be called. People would know that slide it back. Some people would know that you're a citizen of another government. Man, that's powerful. People would know that you represent a different kingdom. Mm. And you will be called ambassadors of Yahweh. You will be named ministers of Elohim. You will feed on the wealth of the nations. Remember, we said the, the wealth of the wicked is stored up. You will feed on the wealth of the nations and their riches you will boast. Instead of your shame, you will receive what? A double portion. 
instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your what? Inheritance. And so will, and so you will inherit a what? Double portion in your land. And everlasting joy will be yours. For I, Elohim, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. In my faithfulness, I will reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants, their generations will be known, um, known among the nations and their offspring, their children among the people. All who see them will acknowledge that they are people of, that Yahweh has blessed. I delight greatly in Yahweh. My soul rejoice in Elohim, for he have clothed me with the garment of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of righteousness as a bridegroom adorned his head like the priest and as the bride adorns herself like jewels. For as the sower makes sprout come full, come up, and a garden called seed to grow, to the sovereign Lord, Yahweh will make righteousness and spring up before all nations. Do you see this? Representatives are not tied down working for somebody else and making them rich. I wanted to show you that, to prove it was there. Now, where would it be? Uh, okay, now, that's, let's get back to our notes. Mishlea 19 and 14, generational transfer. See, go after the, the right thing. Somebody say the right thing and the good thing. Quit trying to do stuff for yourself. Everybody look at me. Look what I did. <laughs> this morning, uh, y'all know I like jeans, shirts. See, I learned from something from the rich folk. I'm practicing now dressed like millionaires dress. So I put on me some jeans and t-shirt, I'm good. You ain't got to know nothing. I said, let me let me put this little suit on. It's sitting in here. But I don't want no tie, I don't want no bow tie, I don't want no jewelry and all that stuff. I'm do just like them multi-billionaires do. They walk in like this. They'll drive up and they drive around car. You follow them to their house, they got four business. Ten silver clouds. Lamborghinis, everything. Here, where, where are they? Hid in the garage. You understand? You know, because I know that all this fashion stuff, I know the intent of it, to draw attention to the person. And Well, you need to know, we, we need to know, Lord blesses people, Lord blesses people. Okay, let's, let's go check some stuff. Let's look at your, how much you got for your children's children. Let's go look at your, your stock account. Let's, let's look at what land you got. And if you lose a job, that's it. Everything got to go back. The devil is a liar. Mishlea 19 and 14, fathers can give their sons, watch this, and what? Inheritance. The, the connotation of the original thought that's expressed here in this particular passage has to do, this is what fathers do. It's just, it's, it's supposed to be normal where fathers give their sons a what? Inheritance of houses and wealth. You seeing this? It's because you got to have it in order to do it. But, you know, if your father been locked up in jail for something he couldn't do, it didn't happen. If your father went to Vietnam and didn't come back, it can't happen. If your father is financially oppressed and distressed, it can't happen. 
If your father is being racially profiled, it can't happen. If your father out there living like four devils and ten monkeys, it can't happen. If the father is being removed from even the appearance of what a man is, it can't happen. If the father have been moved out of his position and replaced with a counterfather, it cannot happen. If a man is sitting up there with a dress on just because he's a basketball player and getting paid for it to promote an image, a perverted image of a father, it can't happen. How can a man be a father he don't know who he is himself? And we're living in a fatherless what? Generation. My goodness. But the Yahweh can give an understanding wife. So that's the other part of wealth. See, just like a father gives generational wealth, only Yahweh can give you a wife that assists you in producing that generational wealth, which is telling us that a wife also is what? Generational wealth. Asset. Oh me, oh my. Are you an asset? Or a liability? Mm-hmm. Why you want somebody to work and sit you down? You gold digger. All right. Now, let's go to this next one. So men, now here, we are born males, period. You grow into manhood. You must be mentored into fatherhood. Only fathers can mentor fathers. You got a lot of men out here who have no father to mentor them. You got men who have fathers who have little knowledge relative to the father. So men, when you're looking for a mentor, he have to know the vision of the father in heaven. He must be in position. Y'all catching this? And be in the presence of the anointing. Must be. And young men I have around me, I'm teaching them and mentoring them to be fathers so they can father other men. Y'all catching it? Now, what is transferable wealth? So we got that. We moving. What is transferable wealth? I'm going to show you something and we'll close it out in a minute. What is transferable wealth? Now, this is not to negate or downplay holiness. Somebody say holiness. You still need to live holy, but the Father don't want you holy and broke. And... Uh, she didn't testify, but I'm going to ask it to someone uh, was telling us yesterday because they are listening and believe what's being said. Oh, there's, I might go there. Yes, I see it. I might go there. She was saying how that when we told you all that this word is coming to benefit who? Us. There are some things that the father want to give to you. Some things you was expecting one thing, but he's going to do what? Something else, right? And we just heard something yesterday where the whole government changed something. And this young lady was being fought from receiving certain benefits. Now she's receiving all the benefits. And she said, Dad, you said that. I said, you be listening, don't you? Keep, you know I am? 
if somebody is speaking on behalf of the Holy Spirit and it's happening, you know I'm going to be it? Uh, you got something else? Okay, you, you going over? Uh, here I come. Oh, you moving to California? I'll be out there. See, we don't think like that. And I'm going to show you a scripture in a minute if I get to it. But I was happy to hear that. I'm glad to hear somebody actually believe what the Holy Spirit is saying and getting what? The proof or evidence what? Of it. Somebody say evidence. So I'm believing that Holy Spirit give more evidence. Give so much evidence you'll make some folk jealous so they'll get off their rusty rear end and begin to believe you and act on your word and do something with they say. Just give more. Just make them jealous. And as you receive evidence, don't get, ooh, they hurt my feelings. I didn't even know they was like that. And don't be shocked when all them olds are y'all comforters start coming back around. They see something, something there. And they're not there to exalt you. They're there to suck off you and draw off you and get what they can off of you. So you have to learn how to possess. Oh, man, this is prophetic here. You got to learn how to possess the wealth that's coming to you. Learn how now. Touch your neighbor. I know they may just look at them and say, you better learn how now. Mm -hmm. Mess around getting strife and lose some stuff. All right. So asset. What is transferable wealth? Asset. Somebody say asset. Asset is anything that's valuable or can be sold and maintain the same value or better value. Asset. It's not tennis shoes. It's not clothes in the closet. People are not going to buy them clothes you got in there. You know how they are now. They don't want them. If you don't give them, and they barely will let you give them to them. I just gave several nice suits uh, to, what, Salvation Army? Somebody, because I knew how people think. I said, now this, this is a lot of money. But because I know how people think, I'm going to just let them distribute it. I mean, nice ones, too. And wife was saying, no, wait a minute, hold on, bro. Now, I bought that. That, that means something to me. That's not going on. She wasn't talking like that. But she said, what you doing? What you doing? I said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, this, I'm just, I've looked at it enough. It's got to go. Make room for some stuff I'm going to wear every day or every other week. I don't want stuff sitting there a year and wear it every, well, I got so many suits, uh, Doc. You know, I wear this suit this year. You know, Doc, I, I wear that suit. Yeah, Doc. All right, assets. Somebody say assets. Now we know, uh, not in a materialistic product, but in a valuable resource, a real wife is a what? Asset. A wife that has been developed by the Lord, who is a misleader 31, is a what? Asset. So when a uh, man receives a real wife, he's receiving a what? An asset. That asset is an inheritance being given that man by that woman's father. And in exchange, what that man does, he'll present that father gift, thanking him for this valuable resource that you have blessed me with. I just want to give you something. Because, you know, the question comes, well, isn't it like buying, like slave, like you buying your way? I just couldn't say too much because I, I knew I haven't taught it. The foundation is not there. And they are at the point, if I say it, they won't believe me because they ask me too many questions as it is. 
And when I tell them something, they always got something else to say. So ain't no point in telling them that. Y'all catching it? Yeah, think like this. If people don't know, and if they're not one of those type who will hear you and believe you, I wanna, I'm going to get to that, even if I do it all. They're to hear the word and know it is as, in fact, the word of Elohim and not of men. They, 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 you can tell them stuff like that. It's certain stuff I can say to certain people that I know they'll believe it because I said and they trust them speaking by the Holy Spirit. But there, there are others you got to prove so. It's all right, Charlie. It's all right. I'll prove it. You just be waiting more, longer. All right, asset. Here's another one. Man, is it in uh, Colossium, I think. Uh, they believe it as it was the word of Elohim and not as the word of man. The believers at Bereum, they received the word. The be believers at Berea. Get that from. All right. The next one is what? Land, right? Come on, y'all look. Land, right? Now, we moved down here from St. Louis on that 1952 Chevrolet truck. The first thing mom and dad did was got a piece of land. That's the first thing they did. We got some land. And we were taught, before you buy them clothes, buy you some dirt. Dirt ain't going nowhere. And what they were saying, get some what? Land. If it's got a tree on it or no tree, get some what? I don't know, got no house on it. I'm trying to tell you it's not going anywhere. Get some what? Land, keep the taxes paid up on it. You have just put yourself in a position of a person who is leaving it and what? An inheritance which have to fall on the category of what? Well, land is what? Well, put it in a trust fund and let them regulate it so that nappy head boy won't go sell it trying to impress that girl with some new tennis shoes. He cannot sell it. It'll go to the next generation. We ain't got nobody. No, you let the, let the folk tell them what to do. You, it's, we just need to come into some knowledge. Don't put everything and just leave it to them without nobody. And you know that they ain't got the, the you know how they are now. They borrowed money from you now. And you're going to go put their name on all of that stuff without no legal ramifications without nothing in there to regulate that wealth to ensure it'll go to that next generation. That great-grandson is the one who's going to have the Yosef spirit. The Holy Spirit know that. He'll take that, and it'll be there waiting for him because you got it set up so that knucklehead won't go give it away. All right, land. Somebody say land. All right, and then we have personal property. Personal property. I think I'm through. What's that? Personal property. Okay, personal property. I got personal property, like these diamonds and jewels, and this is real stuff. One of them I had made. I just put all my gold together and, and got some diamonds, and they made it for me. All right, this, this gold is valuable. That's personal property, right? I said, right. I never said nothing about no suit or pair of shoes. If your car, depending on what model it is, you know, and when you depart this, these premises, that can be considered as personal property and transferable wealth. I know people now who, who got their daddy's truck and it's just sitting in the garage, they just take care of it. Man, that was my daddy's truck. I'm not selling that. That reminded me of my daddy, man. And my daddy was able to get that in the situation and circumstance they was living in. Then I'm going to keep it and I'm going to keep it running. I ain't selling it. It's like a, a, per, it's, it's, it's a sentimental value to it. And you can get insurance based on the sentimental value you have attached to that. See, I'm not an insurance agent, but I know the Holy Ghost, though. Is that right? I didn't know that. I just spoke by the Spirit. I did not know that. 
Knowledge. Here we go. I was telling Israel the other day. I said, son, I'm giving you wealth right now. And I showed him how to, right now, if I followed the ways then and not stood in my position relative to family and holiness and, and, and did what I did, I could have had 80000 a month uh, just rental property in, uh, in, uh, money come in right now, easy. We had, I had a plan. I still got a plan. I, and then he said, first thing he said, yeah, dad, because you're you a pastor and you value that the most. That boy just be saying stuff. I said, man, you know your father's heart, don't you? I said, I want you to remember that you always keep the father first. Value him the most. He'll bring things in from other resources, and it'll be more than what you could have did with your thing. Knowledge. Somebody say knowledge. Wisdom. Look at Ms. Leah 8.22. Knowledge and wisdom is transferable wealth. When you are receiving knowledge to empower your life, Wisdom on how to apply that knowledge, you are receiving what? Generational wealth that you teach your children and they teach your who? Children's children. How many families are sitting around the table talking about wealth and how to attain wealth the proper way? How to manage wealth versus how many sitting around the doggone table talking about who won the game? It's a shame. Super Bowl Sunday. It's a shame. It's, it's just a shame. That's all. It's a flat shame. Miss Leah, 8 and 22, says, let me pull it up. I'll be looking around, and I'm going to be. The Lord, uh, let me see. Oh, 21. Now, look at, he's talking about wisdom. Let's look at uh, 19. Start at 19. Wisdom is generational wealth. Knowledge and wisdom, empowerment. My people are destroyed because of a lack of, come on, knowledge. But parents, you rejected knowledge when I gave it to you. So since you did that, I need to let you know about the stipulations of the covenant. Because you rejected my knowledge when I told you how to raised those children and told you how to honor me with first fruits and return tithes and free will offerings and to live holy. Since you rejected it, I'm going to, in turn, reject you. But not only you, I'm going to reject your generation. So you got present generations that are in the shape they are right now because of their knucklehead parents. And the only thing to break that curse are those people, they grown now, many of them grown, would repent Seek the Holy Spirit, get saved, get born again, and come into the knowledge of the truth. All right, so he says, my fruit is better, better than what? Fine gold, that's talking about wisdom. What I yield surpasses silver, uh, choice silver. I walk in the way of what? See, when you're led by wisdom, you're going in the righteous way. Y'all get catching this. Along the paths of what? Justice. Whether somebody watching you or not, you're going to do the right thing. Bestowing a what? Rich what? Inheritance on those who what? If you love me, you do what? Obey me and making their treasures what? For wisdom. See, wisdom for those who are living holy and still broke will tell you the results 
and the precept of first fruit will tell you the result, result and the idea that the father had in mind when he said return tithe. It will show the results and idea the father had in mind when he said give and you will get back. See, wisdom will say that. So if a person is living so clean, but they're rejecting wisdom, that's the reason the person is in the state that they're in. We just got to tell it like it is. That's enough of bringing diaper wipes and pampers to the assemblies and, and, and teachers scared to tell the people what they need to hear. Oh, he had the love of Jesus. He just told me uh, everything going to be all right. In spite of, my goodness, I've heard stuff like that. Now, let's look at another, we'll close on this one. Let's look at um, uh, 3 and 35. Now, the fifth one is access to financial resources. I'm not going to even get into that. I'll be there. Uh, look at Miss Leo 3 and 5. Miss Leo 3 and 5. Is that what I wanted? 3 and 35. 3 and 30. 35. Boy, I tell you what, it's, it's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. But I tell you all the time, my mama had to sign an X for a signature. We wrote a name. My daddy didn't know about no right nor reason. They made him work. You know, we both came off plantation. My mom, my family came out of Dundee, Mississippi. Dad came out of New England, Arkansas, off plantations and stuff. Now look at Miss Leo. Three and thirty. If my daddy was living, he would be a hundred and about 120, 125 if he was living. He was 20 years old, no mom. All right, now 35 says the wise does what? Come on, come we're talking about wealth. Anything that you can inherit is what? Wealth. Wisdom is wealth. The wise inherit honor. But fools get only what? Shame. Now we're gonna. Stop there. Let me at least mention this fifth one. What is transferable wealth? Access, somebody say access, to financial resources. Access to what? Financial what? Resources. Now, in our industry, in the contracting industry, in the area that we're in and building and stuff like that, because contracting is vast. Covers a lot of different areas. I was telling my son, I said, you know, we got we got to add up how many net 30 accounts we have. What that net 30 account does is say, we'll, you can get this material, pay us in 30 days. Now, when you get up into the larger contracts, they're not paying you every week. Especially government stuff, they're paying you every what? 30 days. So you do enough work that in 30 days, you turn in a draw. When you turn that draw, you pay the material account off. So that material account is a step to access financial what? Resource. If you already got license that's bona fide, been there since 1991, then you have the credentials of being an experienced 35-year-plus general contractor. That's a access to financial what? Resource. People looking for people who got experience behind them. You can go and just based on experience, and they'll see, well, this company been around this long, just give them an account. Open it up. I've had people open verbally. They say, you can fill out the application later. What you need? Because I know, I know y'all been around. Are y'all understanding me? So access to financial resource is a generational transfer. Don't reinvent the wheel, young post-millennial generation. 
with this hip hop concept. That's my mom and daddy business. I want to do my own. You stupid. Is what you are. That's that's you got guys off the street will be glad to take your place. Man, they done did all that. I'll take it. I'll take it. Come on. What I got to do? No, you want to start your own. Now you got to go all the way back. Do everything they did plus. And in these days and time, the, the wealth gap is widening, meaning they don't want you to make no money. They'll give you some of this stuff to make them some money, but you're not going to get close to who? Them. So this start from scratch don't make sense unless your parents did not have a previous business. Oh, yeah, it's on like the break of dawn. Let me do this. I'm, I'm going to end it on here, and we're going to pick up, because y'all need to know this. The largest, come on with this next one. Now, you hear the preacher, my, there's a generation rep transfer coming. You need to get in place. You need to get your seed in your hand. A generational wealth transform is coming to you. You need to get ready, get ready. And all this stuff, they've been doing it for years. I didn't hear nobody say this, though. The largest wealth generation transfer is what? Coming. Why is it coming? Boomers have more wealth than any other generation, but millennials may not inherit as much as they hope. I'm going to drop it right there. It's the baby boomers. That's what's getting ready to happen. It's getting ready to exchange and transfer now, not what the preacher said. But the Lord told me a generation. How many of y'all heard that? Come on. Come on, talk to me. The Lord told me. And people, ooh, yeah, a generational wealth is coming. Oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And then people, a generation wealth is coming. You need to prepare, you know, and get your seed in your hand, you know, and prepare your generational wealth transfer seed. It don't work like that according to the laws of the government of the kingdom. Y'all catching this? It's getting ready. Over 83, I'm going to show you. Take it down. I don't want nobody saying no more notes. Over $83 trillion is about to exchange hands. Right in this era within the, I think it's like five years. Right now. Let me put it right now. It's getting ready to take place. $83 trillion. Most of that money is wicked, unrighteous money. And we just read, the father said, that's for y'all. But y'all don't want to live clean. Y'all don't want to commit. Y'all don't want to study to find out what you got. Y'all too running out the stuff. I ain't talking about y'all. I'm talking about the y'all, y'all. Somebody going to get that. The ones going to get it are the ones that uh, stay and remain in position. Stay right there. And it also, and you're going to see that a lot of that stuff is going to get spent, be spent before it's transferred. Because some of these children, they smile. They're watching y'all. I said, oh, bro, you know, my mama, she got this, bro. My daddy got that, man. I ain't got to do all that work, man. I'm enjoying my life. Have much, I'm going to do everything I thought I wanted to do. And dad and mama ain't stupid. And they looking at you. I'm not getting that not a head joke. Do, do you actually think? I'm going to let him keep thinking. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get this trust fund. I'm going to let him keep thinking it and see what he gets. That's what's happening right now. They're planning it right now. <laughs> so <laughs> this, this is not a race thing. This is everybody. 
all of them looking at these, these kids and how they acting. Self-entitled, oh, sorry tale. Think you just supposed to get some and don't want to do nothing. Some of them are old school and they don't want to do nothing for them because they didn't work for nothing. That doesn't agree with kingdom law because kingdom law say so you transfer it, but you transfer it prior, based on them having the what? Ability. So you may have 10 children. Two of them get the majority of the wealth because they have the what? Let's see, I just helped it. Thank you all, YouTube. Appreciate you. Everybody on this platform, we love you much. Shalom. If you want to be saved, you confess. Own up to your rebellious lifestyle. Act the Holy Spirit to save you. He'll do it.